Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Washington, D.C. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. People tuned in on the free Odyssey app, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Sirius XM Channel 158, and every and anybody who might be listening on a smart speaker. All you got to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. I'll be hanging out with you for three hours. It's a four-hour show. I get started every weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. So whether you're at home, at work, on the road, getting it in, I don't know what you're doing. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. Man, another score in Thursday Night Football. Another one. Dallas Cowboys kicked a field goal. They're still trailing the Seattle Seahawks. The score, 35-30. to 30. A little more than 11 minutes left here in the, the game. So, yes, that means they're in the fourth quarter. And Brandon Aubrey just kicked a 38-yard field goal to pull them within five. And at the rate that the scores have just been just flying back and forth, I'm expecting the Seahawks to get the ball, and I'm expecting DK Metcalf to go for another touchdown, of which he already has two of them. Or excuse me, he already has three of them tonight. DK Metcalf opening up the the first touchdown of the game, a 73-yard pass from Geno Smith. And then he comes back again to end the first half. Four seconds left. He's on the receiving end of a one-yard pass from Geno Smith. Then, here in the fourth quarter to help open things up, DK Metcalf, another pass. This one, three yards from Geno. I guess that's what happens when you're bigger than everybody, faster than everybody, and stronger than everybody. Let's see if the Dallas Cowboys can stop or slow down DK Metcalf, and let's see if they can put some more points on the board. They're going to need to if they want to go out here and win this game. We'll keep you up to date as it continues to roll on. We open up the show talking about some just terrible news in the league. By now, I'm sure you heard that Von Miller – I want to say future Hall of Fame uh, edge rusher 
This man uh, had to turn himself into police after allegedly putting hands on the uh, the pregnant mother of his child. Uh, just terrible, awful news. If you want to find something positive, if you think it is, Deion Sanders named Sports Person of the Year by Sports Illustrated. And then this is definitely good news. Uh, Bronny James, uh, eligible to go out there and practice, might be back in a few weeks. We know he suffered a, a cardiac arrest back on July 24th. Here we are in February, and he might be uh, getting back onto the court for some real live basketball with USC. USC is currently 5-2. and two. They're going to take on the Zags this coming Saturday. And also, since we're in the realm and the range of, of Saturday, we know that the NFL is ready to take advantage of just about of anything. And we saw this last Friday when they handed us that crap sandwich, which happened to be the Miami Dolphins against the New York Jets, who tried their best to go out there and play some football. But they couldn't do it. Uh, maybe they didn't get the memo that you're supposed to try to move or advance 10 yards minimum. Uh, they couldn't even get five if they needed to. And so Friday, Black Friday football was a Black Friday flop. But now that we're moving towards the end of the season, now that we're moving into the stretch run and people are having conversations about playoff runs, we're going to get more Saturday football. A matter of fact, the NFL earlier today announced three Saturday games later on this season in week 15. And these games all have playoff implications. Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts. We know the Denver Broncos have been surging. They are going to be in Detroit to take on the Lions. All three of these games are going to be on the NFL Network. And the NFL kept these slots open so we could see some good games that have playoff implications. All of those teams, they actually still have a chance, as a lot of teams do, of going out here and making the postseason. And in addition to that, now that we're moving towards the end of the season, the NFL has actually decided to give us a good game on Monday Night Football. I know we've had a lot of garbage ones. Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night. A lot of these games have been trash. More recently, I mean, damn it, I told you about Black Friday. Garbage with the New York Jets. Well, you can thank the NFL. Because for week 15, what was originally supposed to be the Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots, you don't got to waste your time on that garbage anymore. Kansas City going to light that ass up. I think we know that ass up. I think we know that. We will now have the Philadelphia Eagles at the Seahawks, who happen to be in action right now against these Cowboys. It's the first ever Monday night football flex. Philadelphia and Seattle. And the way Seattle is playing right now, I know they've had a, a difficult time scoring touchdowns. Not tonight. Seattle still leads 35 to 30. But that's week 15. Before we even get there, let's think about the current week, where we're starting, where we're going this Sunday. Because there are a couple of games that I'm real interested in that actually have, I don't want to say playoff implications. Some teams are warming up. Some teams are trying to stay alive. And, and let's just talk about this one that I mentioned. 
Week 15, you won't see the Chiefs Monday night playing the Patriots because they're going to destroy him. But this Sunday, you will see the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to be in Green Bay. Something that they have not done since 2015. This means that this is going to be Patrick Mahomes' first regular season game at Lambeau Field. We know the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers, these are two teams going in two different directions, okay? Green Bay, 5-6. and six. They last played, they beat Detroit on Thanksgiving, shocked all of us a little bit. Green Bay, out here, trying to see what they have in Jordan Love. And the Chiefs, they know what they got in Patrick Mahomes. They got a record of 8-3. and three. They're just trying to get the offense together. They're trying to score consistently to go out there and win another Super Bowl. I mean, they just beat Las Vegas 31-17, to but that's after they fell behind by almost two touchdowns. So the Kansas City Chiefs aren't trying to go out here and lay an egg up at Lambeau Field. Andy Reid talked about it. He's real familiar. He says, look, taking on the Packers, uh, it ain't going to be easy. Their defense coordinator does, does a great job there, scheme-wise, and um, you know the personnel they have is is very good. And then Adam, uh, you know, works uh, with the offense. Likewise, he's the offensive coordinator. He works with Matt, and, uh, and they've put together obviously over the years a, a good offense. They brought their quarterback along, done a done a real nice job with that, and he's playing at a high level. So. Um, along with uh, the receivers and the rest of the bunch, obviously the offensive line, defensively that you know it starts with that defensive front that they have there. Shep, did he run to the podium to deliver the press conference? I don't know. That or eating a cheeseburger. He loves both. I was thinking cheeseburger, and I was like, that's that's some heavy breathing for a man who's just standing up, just standing up, straight up and down. Damn. I would agree. I know Andy Reid is. He's a big dude, but that that's actually concerning. Damn. He's he's shortening it. He's short. If breath. I ever breathe like Oh, go all ahead. The time. No, no, I, I was gonna say he when he speaks, you, he's short of breath a lot of times. Yeah, that time it sounds very pronounced. It's if I sound like that on air, Shep, call call a call a doctor or something. I don't I don't think I have to worry about that, JR. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, how many cheeseburgers I need to catch up to him? Uh, about 40 years Come worth. On. Yeah. Oh, my God. Huh. So what is that? One Once a week? I, I mean. Two a week? I don't know. That's that's easy. Okay. All right. Well, look, good luck to Andy Reid and his health. I hope he wins another Super Bowl. Anyway, Kansas City Chiefs, I'm not worried about them against the Packers. He could be worried about their defense. I think they'll be fine. Now, this is the other game. It's going to be America's game of the week. The Eagles taking on the San Francisco 49ers. You might recall they played in the uh, NFC Championship game last year. You might recall Brock Purdy got slapped on that arm, couldn't feel it, and was done. And then we had to sit there for three hours and witness an ass-whooping, knowing that the Eagles were going to go on their way to the Super Bowl 
And the 49ers had a massive, gigantic what if. What if Brock Purdy stayed healthy? No, this is not the playoffs. It's not the divisional round. It's not the NFC championship game. But there's going to be a little bit of bragging rights. If they should have to meet again in the postseason, somebody's going to look back at this and go, well, we, we whooped that ass. Easy. The Eagles just beat Buffalo 37-34. It took them overtime. Jalen Hurts is having to walk a tightrope on the way to, to helping him be competitive. And as a result, the 8-3 and three San Francisco 49ers right now, they're the betting favorite over the Eagles. Even though the Eagles have a record of 10-1, and one, San Francisco has a record of 8-3. and three. I guess all the tightrope victories, Vegas is paying attention. Head coach of the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, he spoke to the media, and this was his response about being favored over the birds. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't really know how that stuff works, so um, I don't really know why. But it is random. Yeah, random. He's like, man, I, I ain't getting no bread. I make enough money just by coaching the team. I don't need to gamble. The other head coach, Nick Sirianni of the Eagles, he was also asked about this matchup, Eagles versus the Niners. And this is what Nick Sirianni said, the other coach. Talk going back and forth with the 49ers championship game. Expect any chippiness in this game? Um, we, I just know that this game is going to be about two, two good teams, uh, you, know, you know, coming in here and, and, and having a good game. I got a lot of respect for uh, the guys over there and, and Coach Shanahan and his coaches. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good players on on their on the San Francisco 49ers, um, some of the best players in the world over there. So, um, you know, this is a this is a different. This is a 2023, right? And it's not 2022. Um, you know, very similar to what we responded with the with the Chiefs stuff, like going into the Chiefs game, right? There's different players on this team. There's different players on their team. Shoot, one of our better players from last year is on their team, right? And so. You know, this is about the 2023 Eagles versus the 2023 uh, Niners. Both teams are, are doing well. Um, it's going to be a heck of a battle. Damn. Sometimes when Nick Sirianni gets to talking, it's like, well, make a, make a long answer longer. I like the Eagles. I really think that this is going to be the NFC championship game. And I don't know who I'd want to win if this was the case, because I'd love to see Jalen Hurts go out there and, and have another opportunity at a Super Bowl. But I also would love to see Brock Purdy get that chance. What type of story would it be to see Mr. Irrelevant competing in a Super Bowl? What type of comeback story would it be for a man who was knocked out and lost that opportunity last year in the postseason due to injury for him to come back and, and do it? I'd love to see it. I don't think we have any losers here between the Eagles and the 49ers. I think we're looking at a future, just NFC championship matchup. And the Chiefs, come on now. Y'all should let this game against Green Bay just be a warm-up. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Paul is here from Rhode Island. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Jay, I'm watching this game. Thank you for taking my call. 
Love your show as always. You know that. You know what? You're the perfect brother. And nighttime, listen, this is my show. I live and breathe your show. Listen to me. This game tonight, this is insane. These Zebra brothers, these referees are taking over this game. I, would I like to see the Cowboys lose? Yes, because I want my Detroit Lions to have better seasoning, you know? Of course I would like that. But you know what? Geno Smith, I got to give him credit, man. I got to give the guy credit. Playing at home, I mean, playing away, you know what? My Rams are coming up because my Matthew Stafford from Detroit Lions. Wait, but I got to uh, stay away. Wait, 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 wait. So are you a Lions fan or are you a Rams fan? I am fan? a Lions oh, fan. 100%. What I like to see, number one, which is hard to do right now, but I'm telling you right now, these what? referees, these Zebra brothers are ruining a lot of games this year. Okay. I'm telling right, well, you, you watched, you, did you watch this whole game tonight in the second quarter? Never mind the third quarter. That was insane. Okay? I understand that you miss coverage. I understand that you were trying to, like, get a job. Nobody in the Cowboys are trying to get a job. But right. let me tell you. Well, no, you don't have to. It's okay. Yeah, I Go think ahead, you, respond. You, Go no, ahead. I'm you, sorry. You, I'll shut my mouth. Well, thank you, Paul. You, you, you've told us a lot tonight. I don't know anything that he said besides the Zebra Brothers. And he's kind of neutral on your show. He's kind of neutral. Yeah. I thought he, he, I thought he said he, he loved it. He lives and breathes by it. I know. I was being sarcastic. And then I don't know. What is Tariq Woolen yelling at Dak Prescott for? I don't know. Well, well, Jr. what Paul doesn't understand is these are also the two most penalized teams coming into Thursday's game. Oh, my God. Pete Carroll is angry. Shocker. You ever seen Pete Carroll, Matt? Well, I've, yeah, I have. But, I mean, what is he ticked off about? Dak Prescott runs to the left. He meets Tariq Woolen. Yeah, see, so you're, you're, you're a little ahead of me. Um, there's no He's like. Ta- it's the taunting. He okay. doesn't like the taunting. Gotcha. On, Pete, on his own player's part. Got it. Pete, no, no, no. He doesn't like the taunting. I guess by uh, by Dak Prescott, flexing all up in his grill. Hmm. I didn't know Pete Carroll. I've seen him slap gum out of his mouth. I wonder what shoes he's wearing. He's wearing those Air Monarchs that dads <laughs> cut the grass in. Oh, listen, man. The guy's seventy-two years old. Can you cut him some slack, please? Have you ever wore a pair of Air Monarchs? No. I was born in the 80s, not the 50s. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a pair for Halloween next year. Okay. Just need I'm going uh... gonna, gonna to be an NFL coach. I'm going to get big, giant khakis. I'm going to find some Nike Air Monarchs, and I'm going to wear a team, uh, you know, a team long sleeve, crew neck. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. going to walk around with a clipboard. Um, NFL coach. Are you done. also going to have like the best or second best running back in the NFL and not give it to him to win the Super Bowl and elect to pass and throw it away? You I, do that I, too? I didn't say. I, I guess I would be dressed like Pete Carroll. Exactly. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I got to find Marshawn. I got to find Marshawn Lynch and stand next to him next Halloween, as the Dallas Cowboys have taken a lead here, thirty-six to thirty-five, and now they're thinking about the two-point conversion to go ahead and uh, extend this lead. Just a little bit more. Look at it. Dallas Cowboys are like Star Wars, ready to go out here and strike back. Dak Prescott finds his tight end, Ferguson. 
36 to 35. The Dallas Cowboys now lead the Seahawks. Dallas Cowboys are going for it. One, two. And it's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. They're able to convert Dallas Cowboys. How about this? 38 to 35. Dak Prescott is hyped as hell. He had an answer for Geno. Let's see if Geno has an answer for him. We're going to take a break. I'm going to update you on this game. It's kind of crazy that we have this shootout going on right now. Dak is flexing. Geno is ready to answer back. And speaking of QBs, on the other side of the break, we got to talk about another QB. I can tell you this much. He, if he plays, will not, I repeat, he will not be involved in a shootout. I'll share the name, and you tell me if I'm wrong. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, JR? I agree with you. I like your show because I tend to disagree, but tonight I agree. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Dallas Cowboys lead Seattle 38 to 35. About three minutes left in the game. Seattle Seahawks just uh, unable to convert on a fourth down uh, pass, fourth and four. It was almost intercepted by Geno at around midfield. So the Dallas Cowboys, they'll get the ball back with an opportunity to put some insurance up on the board. 38 to 35, the Dallas Cowboys lead the Seattle Seahawks. About three minutes to go in this game. They're going to try to run the hell out of this clock. Maybe kick a field goal. And I'd say get the hell out of Dodge. But they happen to be the home team. Dallas Cowboys looking to improve their record to 9-3. and three. In Seattle, if they fall to 6-6, six and six, this is going to be advantageous for the Rams. The Rams are, are trying to work their way up to 6-6. Six and six. I want to say a, a little bit of a surprise uh, this season, given pretty we, we know they're in a rebuild. Let's let's be honest. And the Browns are going to be the team taking on, taking on the Rams in Los Angeles this upcoming Sunday. Unfortunately for the Cleveland Browns, they've already gone through three starters. We've had to look at P.J. Walker. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is dealing with a concussion. Uh, we know about Watson with that broken shoulder. And so they've added the superhero to save the day for the Browns, even though Miles Garrett is also hurt. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is supposed to be, I don't know, he's the closest thing to a savior here for the Cleveland Browns as they take on these Rams. We're trying to avoid going five and seven. And so just the idea of Joe Flacco, who's now been elevated to being QB2, Joe Flacco is 38 years old. A few years ago, the man had a difficult time moving around. He's going to take a couple steps on a drop back. He's going to try to throw the ball or go nowhere or have to throw it away. And so, I mean, that's that's pretty much where we're going. 
Joe Flacco's been elevated to quarterback two while Dorian Thompson is still in concussion protocol. Not a good look right now. Someone who has no choice but to stand in front of the media and tell lies is the head coach of the Browns. It's Kevin Stefanski. He spoke to the media, and he had to hype up Joe Flacco. Listen to this. You guys have seen, you know, been around Joe, big, strong arm. Uh, obviously, he can make every throw, uh, but he's done a very, very nice job in the meeting room, getting to know his teammates, getting to know the system. He's done a nice job. Come on, man. We know the season is over. I wonder, is it going to take a couple of decades? Are we ever going to actually have a head coach who, and I think the answer is no, but maybe, maybe it'll change. Are we ever going to have a quarterback, or excuse me, a coach who stands in front of the media and says, yeah, we stink. Like, never. Like, Chef, that, that goes against coaching, right? You, you got to tell a lie, even if the whole world knows you're full of it. You got to lie, right? It's not a lie if you believe it. You don't think he believes it, though? Kevin Stefanski doesn't believe that. <laughs> well, like, you, okay, yeah. if, the, if the best thing that you can come up with and say is Joe Flacco is big. Okay, yeah, he is. He's a big, strong guy. Yeah, I'm sure he is, even at 38 years old. But if that's the best you can come up with is that he can stand still and throw the ball far, exciting, right? I well, mean, he, I'm not saying he crapped on his guy, but I mean, damn. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, Jr., you know what their bread and butter is. It's Jim Schwartz. It's the defense. It's the fact that no team gives up less than 250 yards a game except the Cleveland Browns. And the fact that Deshaun Watson, I think he's only thrown seven touchdowns this year. The fact that they've been able to get this done with backup quarterbacks and, and, and P.J. Walker, I don't even know if he qualifies as backup quarterback. He's that bad these days. It's amazing they're in a position to still be 7-4. and four. And so he's got to be feeling really good about his team. And, yes, to your point, they're stuck with Joe Flacco. But we've seen what stuck means with Tim Boyle. I'd rather have Flacco than some other guys right now, you know, throwing footballs in the NFL. Oh, yeah, there's, there's no comparison right, between right. the Browns and the Jets. Oh, my God. I, I know that sounds crazy to even say because historically you think about the Browns and I would say you would say they're worse than the Jets, but not in – what year are we in? Not in 2023. Yeah, and, and Flacco's and been – I mean, he, JR, he's been old. I mean, you said it, man. A couple years ago he couldn't move once he got outside the pocket. And if you got to him in the backfield, that was dead man walking. Um, he has not been a legitimate quarterback in seven years. And so the fact that he still has a job Seven? in the NFL. Damn. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Wow. I mean, well, when did when did Lamar take over? 2018, no? Yeah, but I mean, it's seven? It's You're going to go, so pa- it's, go it's back It's been seven years. Far, yeah, man. it's been seven years since that guy was a legitimate NFL quarterback. Seven? Let's look this up. No, I mean. I What's mean, his bum's name? Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. So 2012 was the big year he went for nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, went undefeated, obviously. Won them a Super Bowl. Got the big deal. And hasn't really been the same since. He had a nice moment against the Patriots two years later in the playoffs when they could have beat them. That was anybody's game. And then from that point forward, he just lost a, a step. He didn't. He wasn't nearly the athlete that aged gracefully the way that other quarterbacks have. And so because of that, he's just been so reliant on the big arm, and that's not going to work in today's game. And it's why he was passed over by 21-year-old rookie Lamar Jackson. Now, how many times does he get hit? Too many. 
It's going to be ugly, Jr. I'm, I'm saying, I'm, well, let's let's remember this. This is the Rams. Uh, we we got Geno Smith throwing around a football right now. Geno Smith's arm was bruised for a few weeks because he ran into a wall named Aaron Donald. Correct. And so Joe Flacco getting ready to take on Aaron Donald. Uh, I, I'll let everybody listening go ahead and uh, you know take take your pick as to uh, what this matchup might look like. But at least Joe Flacco is out there, I guess, right? And at least the Browns, they, their fans are going to have some hope. Maybe this will be a low-scoring game. Uh, we'll see sooner than later. Speaking of a low-scoring game, this current game going on, it is not. It is the complete opposite. Dallas is, is, is having, I mean, they got the lead right now. Hey, Shep, what do you, what do you think happens? Is Dallas, uh, they're going to put a, another TD on the board? Is Seattle going to get the ball back and score? What say you, man? So you saw, you, did you see that statistic that just went on the, the television screen now, the graphic? About this could be the sixth time this ever happens in NFL history. Uh, so no, I, I haven't. What what, what I'm missing? So there has not been a punt in this entire game. That's going to be if it holds up, it's likely going to be the sixth time that's ever happened in NFL history. That that's what just wow. uh, that's what just was put up on the graphic. It looks like they're going for it on fourth and three. And okay, they're trying to draw them off sides. Got it. Um, I think they're going to kick a field goal. I think McCarthy's going to err on the side of caution slash conservatism. It's going to be a 41-35 to 35 game, and I don't see Geno Smith being able to lead them to another score against the Cowboys. So the Cowboys are going to hold on 41-35. He has to go out. Oh, damn, Victor Wembenyama slam dunk. He has to go out there and just – does he need to – does Victor need to jump when he dunks? <laughs> well, that was, a, that, was a, that was an interesting transition. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he's, I'm looking at him. I mean, there's a million right. screens. I see well, him on I, didn't, I didn't know if this was like they need like a Victor Webanyama Space Jam type of impact where Geno Smith can like lunge his arm across midfield or something like that. I don't know if that's where you're going with this. Um, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm literally, no, nah, there's highlights. He had a, he had a hell of a first screen. quarter, Victor, Victor Webanyama. How did he end up finishing? I, I didn't, I'm not, I'm, I, those stats aren't on the screen. Gotcha. I think he's averaging 20 and 10 this year at 19 years old. So I guess he he's is. disappointing for a number one overall pick. God knows everyone else is criticizing him. So the Cowboys make the kick, JR. It's 41-35. I don't see Geno Smith. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's playing with the same pep in his step, with the same amount of confidence that he was playing with last year when he was the NFL comeback player well, of the year. I don't mean to oversimplify it. He's 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 been hurt, and you're right. I mean, it's not the same results. I don't know if it's a matter of confidence. We know that he did get some type of uh, financial security, but there's no guarantees that he's going to be the quarterback a long term for Seattle. Hey, the, if there's one reason that I would kind of give them any type of edge to to possibly have a comeback here, it's the guy who already has three touchdowns. That's that's DK Metcalf. You you give that dude the ball, he moves like. A Clydesdale, like he gets the ball. There's no, there's no reason that somebody should be that damn big and move that fast. He is, uh, he 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 makes no sense. So yeah, how, how about the rookie Jr. How about Smith and Jigba? How great has he been tonight? Yeah, well, we saw him miss that last uh, that pass on on on. I think it was a fourth and four. Yeah, but but there was pressure. I I don't. He he wasn't turning around in time. There was too much pressure being applied to Geno Smith, where he just had to get rid of it. That wasn't that wasn't an accurate pass. I can't fault that on uh, Smith and Jigba there. Well, we're gonna find out whether or not Geno Smith is having uh, flashbacks to the New York Jets, or whether he's gonna compete like he did last year. 
Geno Smith keeping it rolling. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The Dallas Cowboys in Seattle going down to the wire. Great pass there to get things started down the field. I'll give you an update. I think the game might be over by the time I get back. So we'll talk about it. We have more to get into. I told you that Angel Reese returned tonight as well. We'll talk about that. You want to give me a holler? You can do that as well. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First of all, this uh, show should be on primetime radio so more uh, people can, you know, catch a, catch a whiff of this dialogue, and I appreciate that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We just saw. An offensive showing, not offensive. Let's say a high-octane showing between the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. The Dallas Cowboys just beat the Seahawks. The final score, 41-35. to The Dallas Cowboys improved their record to 9-3. Seattle falls to 6-6 as their road to the playoffs get a little bit more difficult. I know this is something that the Rams are certainly happy about as they get ready to take on the Browns this upcoming Sunday. But the Dallas Cowboys tonight, and I I don't want to say to the shock of, of anybody, we know this, the Dallas Cowboys are the story. This is their fourth straight home game, scoring 40 plus points. This is their 14th straight home victory. Dak Prescott, over the last six games, has accounted for 20 touchdowns. Like we are witnessing peak Dak Prescott. And if you want to know how much offense we had in this game, it was the fifth regular season game in NFL history. The fifth regular season game in NFL history with zero punts, zero. And even from a a Geno Smith standpoint, The Seattle Seahawks have had some difficulty here scoring the ball. Tonight, not a problem. Geno Smith, 334 yards passing to go along with three touchdowns and one interception. All three of those touchdowns ended up in the hands of DK Metcalf. His longest touchdown reception, 73 yards, and that was pretty much there to to start the game off. And so the Dallas Cowboys continue to just pour it on. Michael Parsons able to put some pressure on Geno Smith to end the game. Somehow, some way, a Seattle decided not to block him, leave him free out there. And he was able to, to slow things down for the Seahawks when they were on fourth down chances. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. This is a big time, big time. Matter of fact, let's listen to the final call, final play of the game. Fourth down, 
Seattle trying to come back down, trailing 45, or excuse me, 41 to 35. Uh, but Mr. Mr. Parsons was all up in the face of Geno Smith. Let's, let's, let's take a listen, courtesy of the Cowboys Radio Network. Here's the ball game for Seattle. 41-35 Dallas, 1-11 to play. Fourth down and two from the 50. Three receivers right, all three of their targets to the right. Smith rushed by Parsons. He couldn't get it away. It was at the foot of DJ Dallas, and the Micah Parsons pressure forces an incomplete pass, and Dallas will hold on to win it at home. 14 straight home victories. Sixth straight home win, scoring 30 or more points. Maybe the Dallas Cowboys do better, though. I mean, giving up 35 points to Seattle. Geno Smith has been banged up a whole hell of a lot recently. Dallas Cowboys, at least Dak Prescott, he has he has hit his, he's hit his stride, trying to shut people up. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Woody is calling from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Woody. Hey, guys. How you doing this evening? Appreciate you taking the call. Got sure. a question. You mentioned uh, they, they're pulling out Flacco. Can, can he even walk? Well, Poor guy. We'll, well, see when mean, Aaron Donald, we'll see when Aaron Donald has him on the ground. Yeah, it's surprising. We have so many poor quarterbacks in the league right now. And we're just accepting him. Yeah, if we're going to get poor quarterbacks, why don't they give Kaepernick a call? At least he can run. And we know the answer and the reason there. You know that's right. Uh, that's all I need to say, man. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Woody, for calling from Atlanta. I thought he was going to provide a little bit more than that, but I, I appreciate it. This was a nutty game. For a minute there, I thought that we were going to end up with a combined, I don't know, 80-plus points. I can't recall ever sitting down and watching a game where there were no punts. It certainly felt like they were going back and forth. And, and Shep, until you brought it up to me, I didn't realize that we didn't see a punt. I would assume that at least there was one. But, no, they literally they literally scored or turned the ball over every damn time. Right. I mean, there was there was obviously that uh, interception by Geno. There were two turnovers on downs. But you're not going to see, Jr. a bigger shootout, particularly on Thursday night football, than what we saw between the Seahawks and the Cowboys. Jr. I, I, I do have a question for you, and you kind of alluded to this. But the knock against the Cowboys is they're really good against inferior teams, and they know how to run up the score. The problem is they're mediocre when they face good teams. We saw what happened against the 49ers. Should Cowboys fans be encouraged by a 41-35 to victory over, let's be honest, a little bit above 500, now 500 Seahawks team? Or should they be greatly encouraged that a win's a win? And you know what? This is not the fourth team in NFL history to score 40 points on uh, four straight home occasions. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say that. And, and this is what it boils down to every season for the Dallas Cowboys. Like, be happy with what you got, but it's a lot of fool's gold. Like, this is this is the point for me. I could care less if the Cowboys win or lose, but it don't matter what they do in the, in the regular season. 
the Dallas Cowboys are going to end up with 10-plus wins on the season. Whatever their record is is going to look nice on the ledger. But all that, it's almost like uh, like the New York Yankees. All that they're judged on is did you win a championship? That's it. And I know they haven't had as much success as the Yankees, who have or who has. I know the Yankees also in their own title drought, not winning a damn thing since 09. But this is what the Dallas Cowboys, this is what they are. Like, who cares if they they win in the regular season? Who cares if they go to the postseason? Are they going to beat the teams that people take a look at and go, oh, they better? Are they going to beat the Eagles? If I got to go into a postseason, you're going to tell me it wouldn't be an upset if the Cowboys beat the Eagles? It'd be an upset. It's just the facts. You're going to tell me that the Cowboys beat the Niners? If they do that, it'd be an upset. Because these are teams that have said, hey, give give me your lunch money. And the Dallas Cowboys haven't been able to do anything about it when the games actually matter. And so, Shep, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm just still being tempered in my expectations. I'm looking at this game, and I'm like, damn it, I'm happy. We have four straight wins, and, and we just keep on putting up points and beating up on the little guy. But I am still looking at the postseason. And I think any Cowboys fan, if they were going to be honest with you, they'd go to the postseason and they'd be a little nervous. Where's that kind of MVP ballot right now? Uh, I haven't even thought about MVP. Right. Not at all. He's there, though. Yeah, he's he's playing like an MVP. Yeah, sure. I, I would say so. Sure. But, I, man, I, I haven't sat down and said, hey, who's the MVP? I hey, yeah. Haven't, hasn't even crossed my mind. Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, who are you taking? Uh, this season, yeah. like, well, I mean, the hottest Dak is probably the hottest QB in the game he's, right now. He's throwing more touchdowns than anybody else this season. He man. ain't he ain't turning a rock over. I know that there was some concern earlier this year before the season started. Dak is telling everybody, "I'm not going to turn the ball over," and then he did. But more recently, he slowed down, and he's just a touchdown machine. Twenty touchdowns he's contributed in the last six games. Like, he's he's moving right now. And they got Philadelphia up next. See what happens there. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to hear the plays. We're going to even hear from a couple of players. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.